Channel 10. We used to be like CNN Channel 10. And we used to think that people would catch on. You know but if you're not from Queens, <laughs> if you don't got Time Warner or whatever. Like, well, I didn't know that. Yo, what up, man? It's a different channel, son. What up, horn, man? What up? Watch the channel, son. Different plane now, man. It's all good. What up? All good, baby. In every hood, son. What up? Yo, CNN. Network Channel 10, it's on again. Street niggas is grown men. Bold face, gather your face. Stay in place, yo, crime lace. Cast more beef than Scarface. CNN, Network Channel 10, it's on again. Street niggas is grown men. Bold face, gather your face. Stay in place, yo, crime lace. Yo, we are back once again. This is the Channel 10 podcast. I am Singar Superior. And this is uh pretty much a more of a different episode than what you're used to listening to for at least the past six months or so uh i really haven't done like a no guest episode in like a really long time although i do have another one coming up but uh this is actually one of the very few in-person podcasts that i've done and the first time we did do an in-person podcast it was with this person right here. So one of the people who who I do have with me today on this episode is Born King. How you doing? Pretty much a, a friend to the show. And I also have Real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Formerly of the We Will Never Be Famous podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and now you are a freelancer. Freelancer. Doing reviews of uh, TV shows. All types of nothing at the moment. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, I do have, I have the co-host <laughs> of the We Will Never Be Famous podcast. We have Lucky, who is out right now. But uh, but it's, it's, not, it's cool, though. Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Space Ghost perp. <laughs> right. Soul plane. You know, I tried to get Space Wolf's purple on here once, and he said he said yeah at first, and then never heard back from him. I don't know why, but I think he'd be a like an interesting person to interview, though. I think so. I unfortunately, the Black God. Yeah, Black God. Yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So live from Baltimore. I'm back in Baltimore, as y'all know. I really only get to come here like once a year, so I'm pretty much like an Oki nowadays or whatever like that. <laughs> right. Um. So I yeah, tourist. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much a tourist now. Every time I go downtown, <laughs> something different about always it. different, right? And matter of fact, I went to my dorm, and my dorm is like a hey, hey. yeah. That's my mother right there. Raw and uncut. Live from my mama's basement, right? Yeah. Live from your mama. Don't worry, we're gonna keep them all comfortable. How y'all doing? <laughs> so y'all know aliens and pirates used to tag team ships, right? Ain't that a bit? This boy's wearing George. The hieroglyphics was just graffiti. So imagine what the society was really like. <coughs> mm. uh, it was a high society. It had to be. <laughs> Channel 10. That's how you do. I mean... Mm-hmm. Tune in. You know what I mean? Stay tuned. You know? I got a picture of Bigfoot dancing with a Yeti. <laughs> God damn. 
<laughs> Let's get paid, nigga. Right. <laughs> Let's get paid, nigga. <laughs> a Bigfoot dancing with a Yeti. Uh-huh. Some Somebody in the background <laughs> smoking a joint. I heard um, Donald Trump got hard-ass beats, yo. Yo, he do, you yo, know. He putting out an album, son. What's it called, yo? I don't know. I think it's called I Did It My Way, bitches. Like, uh-huh. You Red, know. Red Button Records. <laughs> <laughs> He's the bum. <laughs> That's what I heard. Don't you know? push him. Yeah, we doing a review on Donald Trump's album. Oh, yeah. Push the red button. I have no idea how How you got here, man. I know. Just just, hey, let it happen. Donald Trump mixtape would be the shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I took over the world. <laughs> if I rule the world. Remix. Uh, you know, there was some like Jewish dude back in the day who rapped in the nineties. I can't think of his name though. Mm, Max Catalan. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like the name too. The dude, the Jewish dude. I think I know you're talking about though. Yeah, he had like glasses or something, and it's like ninety six, ninety seven or something. He had the beard and all that, right? No, no, you know, you're thinking about um the other the other one with like Drake. the. Matiashi, <laughs> 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 well, how you say his name? Yeah, 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 him, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Remember, he, we found out all about him, brother. <laughs> he was all the shit, I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Pretty dope, yeah. I couldn't get with the the, uh, the imagery, but hey, it worked. So real. Mm. I think this is, <laughs> I just want to hear my damn soul. So. Tell me the story again of why Lucky is named Lucky. Cause that nigga is still alive. Like, <laughs> well, just for y'all, just so y'all can know, it looks like he's not alive right now. But, but, but yeah, he is. He's, he's alive. He but Lucky's lucky because he's alive, nigga. Like, this nigga has been through so many things. Like, when you hear about shit, like, all right. I said, hey, yo, you hear what happened to so-and-so? You like, nah, yo, what happened? You say, yo, a car fell on his head while he was underneath of it. Mm. The next statement is, damn, yo, he dead, yo, in the funeral, <coughs> right? Not, yeah, we about to go chill with this nigga right now. That's what happened to him? Yeah. Are you serious? Lucky is lucky, because this nigga yeah, I'm trying to say, this nigga, uh, he's alive. Well, you probably ain't going to get no more luck after that. That was just one of the things. That wasn't the early on things. Like, <laughs> there was several other things. Oh, you know? excuse me. So I'm just trying to tell you, lucky is lucky, mm-hmm. because he survived things that normal people just do not. <laughs> so, you know, we had, this, we had this dude on the podcast, maybe, like, over a year ago at this point, Alfred OBSE, I hope I'm saying your name right. And uh, he has this book. It's about like like the best like rap lines in history or whatever like that. Um, but he's an interesting dude because he worked on Wall Street and everything like that. But also because he was legally dead for like ten seconds. Okay. Dang, that's, that's deep. Legally dead. Yeah, and I asked him. I said, "How how 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 was it to be dead?" So I don't know. He didn't, oh, I don't damn. think he had much of a. I don't know if you were saying anything. I think it was like a whole dream sequence or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it would be like that, though. You got to think about it like mentally, everything would have to be like in a wormhole vision. Right. Like one of those, like when, you, when you're slipping, like when you're dreaming and you're falling, but you don't feel like you're going to grab yourself. 
You're the sunken place. Oh, sunken you, oh yeah. <laughs> the it's just like you slip and you fall, and it's just like, oh shit, where does this go to? Mm-hmm. That shit doesn't mean you wait right up. Like, nigga, that was too close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you have a dream inside your dream? Hell yeah. That's some weird ass shit. Yeah. Why you want to be famous? Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> we will never be famous. We will never be famous. That's right. Fuck that. <laughs> Break me down. It's like, no, nah, I ain't going to be famous. But see, I, I hate when you're dreaming and then you wake up in the middle of your dream and you can't move. Oh, yeah. That does happen. That does happen. Somebody told me when that type of shit happened, it's supposed to be like a witch riding your back. on your back. Yeah. That's called you to eat the wrong shit before you went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> your, your body is a flight paralysis. You got to jump. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're sitting there, you the fuck is wrong with you? Fucking onions. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, anybody that just sleeps with someone else that has to do that, they know what that's like. Because I do that. And like, it's like, Frightening. Like my girl would be like, "What are you okay?" Like it's like, like I'm fine. I just couldn't move. There's something going on in my back. <laughs> like a dumbass. I mean, I mean, imagine that you just sitting there and like, what the fuck is wrong? I couldn't get up. I couldn't move. I'm Your body sweet. got Tourette's and shit. Rigor mortis. It just freeze and lock up with a fail. Like, what's the buzzword? <laughs> <laughs> Pineapples. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was that was that was Kevin Hart stuff. Kevin Hart stuff. Yeah. Cookies. Got <laughs> cookies. I'm not a Kevin Hart fan. I don't. I can't get with it. Uh, I, you know what? I ain't gonna lie. He funny. Well, he was funny. And I don't know what happened after Soul Plane. <laughs> They started going on the view. Wow. <laughs> oh, Soul Plane. Said, I don't know what happened after Soul Plane. Mm. Soul Plane was a bad movie. Hmm? Soul Plane You was know a what bad movie, movie I like that he was in? Paper Soldier. Paper Soldier. <laughs> I like Paper Soldier. That's, 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 that's where I'm going from. I like this Paper Soldier. It's The Rock. It's The Rock. That's where I'm going from, Dame Dash. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in a movie with uh, Benny Siegel, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's What's it hey, I like them when he was in the movie 40 Year Old Virgin. Just that little cameo we had. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Both of Yeah, yeah. That was funny as a motherfucker. But as the overall, the comedian, I think he relies too much on uh, facial expression and irritating, repetitive noises. Like, it's just he puts too much emphasis on his own shit. Like, it's supposed to flow smooth, like... Like, Money Mike. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm a Money Mike fan. I don't apologize for it, but, I mean, comparing, I like Money Mike better because Money Mike just, he ain't got to do all that shit that, that Kevin Hart does. I don't just, know. Just Cat smooth. Williams is one of the most repetitive motherfuckers. Man, now, like, he's still talking like that. <laughs> I mean, but you got to think about it, though. Like, look at you, if you That was at, not that nigga's voice to begin with. And this nigga said, like, hey, like, nigga, stop. That's hey. not who you are. I, listen, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Red Fox, all of them always had that tagline. So he's from a long lineage. Like he dealt with the older greats. Mm. Kevin Hart comes from a lineage of the younger trying to be greats. Okay. Like who? who? Who's a great? My whole point exactly. Because like Chris Rock, I feel like no, that's no, yeah, exactly. One of the greatest comedians, the most, the greatest, one of the greatest comedians, the most underrated comedians, in my opinion, is Eddie Griffin. 
He's a fucking genius. Yeah. Give me some. I feel like people exactly people, give, people don't put Eddie Griffith in that capsule of you know brilliant comedians like they should. Well, like motherfuckers will go quick to say Dave Chappelle. Uh, they but, say but, but, hey, Pry, they hey, say Bre- No, no, no. I'm not. No, hey, I'm not. Hey, not hey, any. Hey, these these are all. Uh, that's what I'm saying. But they always forget to mention him with them. Oh, is oh what yeah. I'm saying. I'm with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like Eddie Griffith is. I, I don't understand why, but I, it's because of an Eddie Griffith why I won't accept the Kevin Hart. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and I think that we need to see more of an Eddie Griffith. I, I trust me, yo, I'm a binge YouTube person, you know. So like, I want to watch his new shit. I go into the old stuff and I try to find, you know, whatever he might have relative this month, last mm-hmm. year, something like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're right. I I agree. Like he is most slept on. And besides the fact that he did come out with a classic movie, I'm sorry, yo. With Double Take? No, hell no. Double Take was a good movie. Double Take was a good movie, but oh, I'm talking about with... Yo, yeah. Yeah, Orlando. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that, that was funny. That seven was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was, was funny. Four, seven of the I mean, other the funny. other joint where he was like the um the black 007. Oh, um Afro Undercover, Undercover, Undercover Brother. Brother. Undercover yeah, Brother. Yeah, Undercover yeah. Brother. That was a good movie. Yeah. That that needed a sequel. Yes, it did. That yes, needed a sequel. All the fucking movies. Yeah, I forgot about that sequel. movie. See? Undercover See? Brother. It has to be to their design. So if that's not what everybody's on during the time when they design it, then you're not going to get no shine. Like, uh-uh, nigga, this ain't popping in the streets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. This is not with Jiggy. <laughs> Speaking of Jiggy, all right. So with Will Smith being the crossover dude, right? Mm. And we mm. always forget. He's a crossover mm. artist. Mm. How is he accepted now in hip hop? Is he more like because he's, for he's real, like, like I feel, is is he a hip hop legend or is he more like a, oh, no, a, a, a gimmick? No, he a, he a legend. For like summertime and then the TV show. No, you know Gilly the Kid, right? No. Oh, yes, right. I do know Gilly the Kid actually. Okay, Gilly the Kid in uh in Philly, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Idol, right? Icon. Philly legend, right? Give mad props to Will Smith, and you know this is one like the one of the most thuggish niggas ever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? The hip hop, Gilly, Cash Money. I mean, like let's get real. You know what I mean? Writing shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ill. So even till this day, like he ill. You know what I'm saying? So for him to say that him and Will Smith have been in the studio together. Yeah, it's like a like, it's like a little clip video clip. Video, of him. Yeah, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was like lifting weights. Right, yeah, so yeah, right. Will Smith, he he, yo, they yo, don't sleep on the TV celeb. Will Smith is the hood nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I guess to keep the everything going, like it's a business. Like for example, Fifty Cent. We know him who we know him to be, right? Who is Fifty Cent going to be ten years from now to the other people? Any 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 artist could probably be looked at in a certain way, like because look at it like this. Nowadays, artists are going more towards like other things like TV and movies. Mm-hmm. Will Smith is one of those people that started that but, movement. But see, Fifty Cent could bring out an album and potentially it'd be a nice album. People would listen to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Will Smith could do that. Will Smith has also niggas with the one the the, the Wild Wild West shit. Mm-hmm. They'll never touch the status. You <laughs> 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 mean you talking about Big Willie style? Yeah, Big Willie style. They yeah. they'll never touch the status. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah, nah, yo. But that I'm talking about now. Okay. See, right. now. Like, it's been a minute. So now. Like, Will no. Smith came out with an album right well, now. Because uh, he had one song, like, Switch. Yeah, after Switch. That whole I mean, that's what I say. That wouldn't go. 
It went like, gold. Yeah. But like um He always does numbers, yo. But uh, but then he came out with the album after that. He was like, Oh, let me come out with an album because I oh, had this hit song off the off the uh was, was the hitch was, is that the movie Hitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hitch yeah. soundtrack, yeah. Right. And it didn't go nowhere. It didn't? No. I bet you still did better numbers than the average motherfucker. I'm sure it did. Oh. <laughs> I, know, I, I did. Even know he brought I mean, out the album. I mean, do y'all remember when he came out with the um uh he did like a remix to the Amelie song? No. no. Yeah, <laughs> it was like one verse, like it was like one minute or whatever. He did he kill it? Now I don't recall him killing it, but no. Oh, alright And that's what how I y'all mean. feel about his son? Since we on top, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever even heard any of his music. Oh, you serious? I mean, the Icon song, kind of like I don't know why. His but... son got skills. Um, my girl like him. Like real talk, the only time I I come across anything that's like popular. Mm-hmm. Like your your little pumps and all this type of <laughs> shit, right? The only time, like I'm being for real, the only time I come across this type of shit is if I'm cruising through YouTube and yep. DJ Academics come up. Yep, that's how I found out. Yep. Or um, I'm chilling with my brother-in-law because he 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 listened to like new. He like he like hip hop. Mm-hmm. So as, as hip hop progresses, he like all of them, mm-hmm. and he has a very good reason for why he likes it. And I'm with it. You see okay. what I'm saying? So he keeps progressing with it. He sees he sees how it works. You know what I'm saying? This sounds for this generation. You know this sounds for this generation because they looked at it like this when it was for us, and they looked at it like this when it was for you. So now we looking at it like this is for them. It's all just the same music, like you said, the repetitive nature of things. <coughs> so whatever. Other than that, I have no fucking idea about this music anymore. Mm-hmm. So you just chill, relax, listen to Frank Sinatra. Dude, I listen to Nat Frankie. King Cole. I listen to Nat. I listen to Perry a little bit, like. You know, I, I, I Jamie McCollum. Um, I've been listening to like I actually been listening to like something that y'all wouldn't listen to, like gospel artists. <laughs> like I've been listening to, like Ty Trippett, stuff like that. Like I just been like I'm serious. I've been in a whole other zone, like as far as music and like as far as hip hop. Uh, Nick Grant is kind of tight. Um. I still listen to the regulars. Like I still listen to Schoolboy Q whenever I can. Same the same album. Same music. <laughs> over same and over. Collard Greens. Oh yeah. Like, I still listen to every black hippie single that was put out. You know what I'm saying? Like I just because they still haven't put that album out. <laughs> oh, when what, what year did uh the Collard Greens come out? Holograms is like two years ago now. It was not two years ago. It's got to be, like, be like three, four years. Nah, no, I don't think it's that old. Man, I, I'll give it three. I'll give it about three. It could be Calibre maybe about three. Holograms could be maybe about three years. I, I remember since when two thousand eighteen. <laughs> oh, you know what? Fuck! It is that long, yo. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's three years old now. It's three years, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, I, I remember that. Like I, I was in your call one time. You had colleagues blasting collard greens on. Mm-hmm. Tenant windows, and I felt like I was in a time machine. <laughs> like I, I felt like I went like a year or two back. Yeah, yeah. Man, I had to go back to. Uh, I still play. <laughs> Can't click shit. I listened to Buckshot first album, the uh, Black Moon joint. Then I had to go in the uh, what's the, the Smith and Wesson first album. Mm. And where else I go? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much. It. I felt I need to go back. I, I fuck with NERDs and shit. Oh, you listen to it. Uh, I yeah, I'm going to have to hear it different. Like, I heard one of the songs on the system. Mm-hmm. I can't listen enough for the first time on my phone. This, this is not a good experience. Yeah, music. I don't know. Like, um, his last album, what, Girl? 
Yeah. Or I was asking. That was garbage. I, you, you thought it was garbage? I thought that shit was great. Right. I mean, I have like three songs off of it. Did we listen to it? Did I hear that shit? No, I, don't no. think, I don't think I did. That's the one that has, that has Happy on it. No, I never heard that album. Yeah, the it, last, the there's last, no rapping at all on that album. The last album no, that I've not, actually no heard was, um, was like songs. with the one with him and Kanye did together. Oh, I yeah, that's, liked, that's way, that's like 2005. Yeah, I haven't liked anything with Kanye <laughs> Almost anything. Humble oh, wait, but hold up. You didn't listen to, um, damn, which one? Which one is it? <laughs> See, you even have a hard time remembering. You listen to the one that's it's like, what was it called? Like, Nothing. It's like Kim, they have a song with Daft Punk. And it's like Kim with like a um, like a hat on, like a helmet on. It's the album cover. No, I don't think I heard that one. No. Yeah, they pretty much like kind of like lost me after the... Uh... Fly or Die? Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you, like, you like the very first Nerd, though, one, didn't you? Which one? Yeah, hell yeah. I think when... I don't know, yo. Like, it's good to keep the formula... I mean, you have to evolve the formula, but I think when you start chasing trends, is when you start losing your core audience. I mean, I'm I'm always like kind of surprised of like how much I do like Pharrell, <laughs> like him as a solo artist because I like his I like his very first album in my mind, or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and his Against the Grills mixtape was dope. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, I got some ill shit, but mm, some shit just seemed forced to me. Like you forcing your your. Your opinion, or you forcing your—I don't know—you just forcing some shit. Like it ain't natural. Like if you don't have no real drug dealer tales, don't try to fabricate one, or try to try to make yourself to have one. Well, I think the Reup Gang did a good job of remixing that song. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit was dope. I was like, "What is this?" Like I, I resp- like what you don't have. That's the whole thing. Who made it a rule? Cause you, you were hip hop. You have to have a, a drug dealer background or some shit like that. Y'all niggas. Thuggy background. <laughs> y'all, y'all niggas. Nah. Yeah, y'all. Look mm-hmm. at the imagery from hip hop back, and especially when you was younger and you know coming up, and that's what it was. Nigga, I mean, look, all right, from look. the nigga who was looking at y'all niggas. Yeah, it was. <laughs> all right, all right, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I'm saying it wrong. Beepers you, and you know, gold no, chains no, no, and no, Mercedes-Benz. How else was y'all it's, getting it's a, it's a street culture. Don't get me wrong. Right. Right, you're right. But what I'm saying is, like, you had groups like De La Soul. Like, everybody, like, my whole point is, you don't have to. It accepts you for whatever you bring in. And I come from an era where there was no such thing as... You know what I mean? Like a one specific trend. Like you were the trend. Everybody was their own trend. So right now, everything is just one flat line. It's linear. One trend. I mean, I don't think so right now. Shit. These niggas call hip-hop. Oh, don't get me started, yo. This disco shit going on right now. I see. All these niggas go, do, see, because it's something we don't agree on. Yo, all these niggas do the same ad-lib. I mean, I'm sorry. A great majority of them sound the same. I mean, but a lot of people in, in, in almost every era of hip hop have had like a similar cadence. That was just was that was the flavor of the time. No, not really. Cause you think about it, you're naming all the commercial niggas of the flavor of the time. I'm sorry. Cause the real niggas in there, like for example, you like Schooly D. There was no other nigga sound like Schooly D. Generally what that kind of cadence was in the eighties. Not or yo, come not, on, yo, not, the beat. Not, come on, I mean, yo, he well, stood I'm, the fuck out. You know, no, what I mean, did. I know that I'm not saying I'm just saying like when it comes to that particular cadence, like you can listen to it and just say, that is some 80s shit. All right, all right, now, all right, all right so we talk about the 80s shit. All right, well, fine, the general cadence, but Rakim didn't sound like none of them niggas. Right, and see, and people have argued that Rakim's a reason for this. But then a lot of people started to sound like Rakim. 
Not really, because the person that's responsible for all that is Kumo D. Kumo D started the way niggas rhyme, period. Because it was <laughs> Busy B. That's what it was. Busy B. The ball, ba 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 dang dang diggy diggy That was niggas how niggas was rhyming for real. Until Kumo D came in. The nigga like, whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? So, I mean, that's when all of it happened. But you still had the ball, ba ba You know what I'm saying? It was very few niggas that had mastered that shit like Kumo D. The only super wolf. Like five minutes long. Why was yeah. uh, hip hop so long? Like rap song. Why were they so long back in the day? Because the music before actual hip hop was all five minutes. Because they had instruments like bands. You know, the niggas had them jam sessions and shit. Because listen, if you was if you brought a fucking Earth Wind and Fire record, yo, I that bitch play like two hours long. <laughs> My father would play one song, yo. He'd be like. And I look at the motherfucker, start at 5 o'clock, like 10 minutes still still going. Like, the fuck? It's the same song, man. But they just broke it down. Like, thank God for them in that era because hip-hop, we found your beats and your breaks. <laughs> yeah, right, right. They just broke your shit. But I, I would love to meet someone who, like, only stays, like, in, in, like, in hip-hop during the 70s. <laughs> that's all they listen to. Oh, Lord. That's a, that's a, oh, I would melt in that world, yo. <laughs> I would not thrive well in that environment. People, I, I couldn't do it. Had oh, I respect it. And the, like the first hip hop that I heard was uh, Run DMC, Hard Time, from Peter Piper, Pick Pepper, like shit like that. Mm -hmm. Or you talk too much. Like the very first joints, I was like, oh shit. And then when I saw those movies, I knew what the fuck I was gonna do with the rest of my life. I already knew that was that was just the illest shit ever. Nobody looked like them niggas. No none of that. Now I wonder how that affects people these days when you look at it like what was your first song that made you say yes i want what them niggas got i mean yeah it's like it's like metro boom and he said that you know he was doing like the whole producing thing but he just he was in school or whatever and he mm. dropped out after he heard futures karate chop damn he and he said he he said like i don't know he said he just he heard it for the first time he said he just knew he just had to drop out of college that's what i'm talking about <laughs> And I listen. I went back and listened to it. And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't understand what he saw in that song. Mm. Maybe it was he was like, this shit is dumb. I can do so <laughs> much better than this. Fucked up. I mean, that's fucked up. I'm just saying, like right now, trap music is a is a trend. Those trap beats, that's not fucking hip hop. It's fucking disco music. <laughs> it's fucking it's hardcore R&B beats. Nobody can tell me different. I could prove that all day long. If you don't take a R&B nigga and put them on those tracks, and you just have a hardcore artist on them motherfuckers for real, for real. That's what you have. But couldn't you just do the same thing and get like a '90s beat and put an R&B person over it? Yeah, no doubt. And there's, I mean, don't get me wrong, we've had that. Uh -huh. Amari J. Blige, for example. You know what I'm saying? We've had people that do things with traditional hip hop beats, boom bap, whatever the fuck, right? 
But right now, the formula for hip hop is attract the clientele, which is the bitches. Attract the women, get the women. It's always been that way, though. But it was always <clears throat> male resonance in it, though. Like it's a hip hop is a predominant male culture, yo. Like let's be real. It's just it's just it started by males. It's hardcore. It's aggressive. Right. And then the females that come into it, right, knowing that it's a dominant male culture, they come into it and they get respected on how how uh, dominant they can be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or how how stern they can be. Feminine wise, though, you feel me now? So they get highly respected. Heather B, highly respected. Rod Digger will bust a nigga ass. You see what I'm saying? So I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at this shit that goes on, if you take um, let's just say Chris Brown's new album, take all his vocals off, and then throw rappers on there. That's that's all you have, yo. It's hardcore R and B beats. That's why these niggas, these R and B artists, they sound so comfortable on these tracks. Like the weekend, he did shit for fucking Drake. Drake is one of the people I'm talking about mm -hmm. as far as for these hip hop, I mean hardcore R and B beats. Oh yeah, he, he certainly has an influence with all that. The weekend, yo, think about it. The well, weekend does music and he's making beats for hip hop artists. Yo, well, yeah, yo. I mean, he was originally a rapper. Music with SpongeBob yeah. was to Nickelodeon. Who? <laughs> Drake is to music with SpongeBob was to Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, Sponge, yeah, Sponge, yeah. I think we had we had a conversation. We had that about conversation. That. Yeah, SpongeBob was like the and nail he, in the coffin for Nickelodeon. Right, it was like <laughs> this is yeah. the thing that's gonna fuck it up for the rest of everybody. Else. All the drug, everything that we remember before this is now over. <laughs> My whole thing about him is I don't even have a problem with it, but when people start going top five and this, I mean, come on, yo, like, you don't fit all of the shit that hip-hop stands for, and we have a criteria. You got these motherfuckers right now in this in this day and age trying to but, tell us what the fuck hip-hop is. You don't know what hip-hop is. why doesn't Drake fit into that top? And Because I, I agree with it. Like, I don't like the nigga either for some reason. But no, it's not that I don't cool like him. I don't. He, he don't write his rhymes, yo. But... So and, and, that, and, that, and that's got to be like the You music. have to write. Yeah, there's something about write. that nigga I just don't like. But it's not that his music is awful, you know, necessarily. No, he just it's kind of like repetitive because his voice is kind of annoying. He, so like at the minute, it's like, all right, I don't feel like hearing this anymore. Yo, see, Meek Mills, when he battled oh. Drake, he did the opposite of what he should have done. You know how you know what he just said? What? Seriously, since he, since he kind of like kicked it off. Nigga, I don't want to battle you. Bring me your ghostwriters. Like, you're fucking nothing. You're a puppet. You're just a face. I don't fuck with you. You're a fucking imitator. That's what I you mean, are. You do this game very well. I don't mean, talk I'm to sure. me. Talk. Let me see your ghostwriter. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of rappers so have ghostwriters. I can ghost kill your ghostwriter. A lot ghost of rappers have ghostwriters, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But they, listen, you can do what you want. But the model, business model in trap music, because I'm not saying hip-hop, the business model of today for this trap music is the R&B blueprint. We got a team of writers. Beyonce ain't writing all the motherfucking songs. She not just I mean, but yeah, she's not. Exactly. So that's my whole point. So how the fuck is she the best in R&B? Like her biggest hits. But I mean, but that's writing. the same thing with a lot of people from the seventies and shit. They didn't write anything. But but listen. Them. But that's my whole point. <clears throat> the people that get recognized for their greatness are the people that write, produce all that shit themselves. Not all of them. No, I'm. What I'm saying is that's the way it should be. Oh, all right. That's where you are proud of your artistry. I mean, when it comes to R and B, I mean that that's just a part of their culture. So, so the same, so the same According thing could be the Not same Lil thing. Richard. So the same thing could be said for hip hop. <laughs> little Richard, act little Richard. How you feel about? It. But what about hip hop though? Like you have your lyricist, right, and you have a producer. 
all all MCs don't produce for themselves. No, I I mean I get that. Yeah, I, I'm just saying the more creative that you are, the more recognition you get. But if you talk about MCs, Nas wrote all his shit. Biggie wrote all his shit. He didn't make a name of his beats. Nah, I'm not talking about the beat. Well, I'm just talking about writing wise. I'm just talking about writing. Just talking about writing. I mean, Jay Z don't write all this shit. Gee, nigga, that's blasphemy. <laughs> he don't. What's wrong with you? He even say that. Uh-uh. In one of his raps, he said, "In the shit I don't write, be the illest shit that's ever been recited into the game. Word to the hyphen that, in my name." That means he freestyles, yo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry, Mr. Hope. But see, <laughs> but see this, this is one thing about Drake, though. You'll like, never be famous. Never <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever. This is the thing about Drake though that you know you gotta like you gotta give it up to him for because when it comes to what's that uh, Hotline Bling and he had this like hour long interview with you know one of those DJs from the UK and he was saying that he didn't understand why his album that was called Views why that album's being nominated for like you know best rap album or whatever like that he says it's not rap mm. and he says that he doesn't he doesn't understand why Hotline Bling was also like in the rap category he said he wrote it to be specifically for like pop. Mm. And so, so like he explained it, like you know, he's a rapper. He also does like the pop shit too. Uh-huh. Well, so see, there you have it. When you put yourself in a box, that's where you at. There you go. No matter what you do, that's what you are. So that nigga can't. I mean, I even with the top five of today, we in twenty eighteen. I think we need a new top five. I pay homage to all the old, the, you know, that top five, but it's time for a new top five. You know what I mean? Like it can't keep doing that same old shit. So same thing with with um, trying to say somebody like a Drake. If they were to do a new top five, he most definitely could not be in it. And it's based on the rules and regulations of hip hop. It's elements in this shit. And that's what that's what I'll be saying. Like, the industry gets away with a lot of fucking murder because black people just simply do not do their fucking history. You always want to follow a fucking trend and be a part of something and then get in it and then go, no, no, son, I'm not a rapper. Then what the fuck is you in here for? Rap is something you do, hip hop is something you live. It is the basic shit. So, I mean, I'm just saying you can't call yourself top five. You can't, you you yourself should even tell people, no, don't put me in top five because I ain't really write that shit, but I'm paid. I will, yo, you get respect like that. I'm serious as shit. Diddy, everybody knows Diddy ain't writing none of them rhymes. Everybody knows Dre ain't writing none of them rhymes. Exactly. But they ain't saying that they the best. Uh, I mean, because a lot of people say that that Dre's the best or whatever like that. What beat was? <laughs> producer wise, I mean, what the Chronic being like one of the best in the, in the Chronic. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'm talking about yeah, you talking about producer wise, but guess what? He ain't making all them beats neither. Because the five dollar beat is the is the is the catalyst behind all that shit. They say Dre just know how to mix shit down very well. Well, <laughs> if you notice, he came up with beats by Dre earphones. Right. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just saying he is very right? well. <laughs> mixing board. Right, exactly. He ain't come out with no beat machine. Right. RZA came out with a beat machine. <laughs> yeah, what happened to it? Did it turn into a billion dollar company? Hey, you don't worry about all that. Just know he came out with one. <laughs> he had the balls to do it. Okay, remember that. Yeah, shit? he lost money off. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Write it off for a time. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that hip hop is in a good state. Trap music is in a good state. Well, I mean, look. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> what about Griselda? What about Rock Marciano? Oh, now we talk about hip hop. Now we talk about hip hop. Okay, yeah. Now we talk about hip hop in that aspect. 
And then you can go go across the street and listen to future. Then go up the street and listen to weekend. Well, see the, you know the difference in between all that to be truthful with you mm-hmm. is that we know where to find the real shit at. And anybody that keep their ear to the street that's down with underground culture gonna find that type of shit. But the average person, the average ninety two Q listener, don't know nothing about Brazil the records. So I'm just saying, we we talk about two different worlds. So the world that I'm talking about, as far as for commercially mainstream, trap music is is the shit. Well, no, I mean, well, I'm well, I'm just saying overall, like all together. I mean, put it this way, like the because you have the internet and this how important it has been and this whole idea of building content, you know, big like you know, big media companies, like you know, whether it's complex, whether it's uh you know, like Hot Ninety Seven, The Breakfast Club on, you know, on YouTube. They just have all kinds of artists come in, so you get so you can get like a RZA coming back to like a Hot Ninety Seven, yeah, I, in the I, morning I or whatever like that. that. I can't think that, but I'm just saying these little niggas. Like I don't have no problem with these little niggas. You know what I mean? I can't tell. Listen, <laughs> my whole thing is this: learn your fucking history. I said it. You know what I mean? Learn your fucking history, and once you study the element, maybe you'll. You know what I mean? Be a little bit more clearer. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't got no problem with mumble rap. I think some of that shit is fly. Like you can't party. To no real philosophical ass rhyme and shit. I mean, I do shit that I just like. You know, I don't expect no strippers to to, to drop their asses to anything that I do. But there's music for that, and I say keep that shit where it belongs. But don't try to make like that's the shit. That's the shit right there. It's not a good song. Is a good song. Is undeniable. But if it's not a part of the culture, that's when I speak on it. I only go only only got something to say when niggas talk wrong. Put it like that. All right, so who's talking wrong? Anybody that says that trap music is hip-hop is a derivative of it, but it doesn't follow the rules as such. So therefore, because it doesn't follow the rules, then it's not hip-hop. We'll speak on trap music, trap music. Trap music is its own world. So is that, so, so, is, so would you blame the media more for that? Of course. That connotation? Of course, because that's what they want to do. They want to they give, think about it, yo. Like, who gives a fuck about... I mean, at the end of the day, really, who gives a fuck about anything that goes on hip goes on in hip hop after these motherfuckers kept saying that it was a passing hope, a phase with a rope? Now we're here where everything is just I'm like they, good, they, they care so much about what what goes on with hip hop. Why all of a sudden now? Because it it had a message. So the message and the aggressiveness. Meanwhile, we still got the street story, all that shit. Everything is combined in one. But then when you just get these niggas that just pussy, dick, I don't give a shit. You can lick it. Anywhere you can stick it, boom, boom. Come on, yo. What the fuck is that, yo? A lot of the, a lot of the people who do that, you know, they, they admit themselves that they aren't, like, they aren't those, these kinds of MCs or whatever people who try to label them as, especially when they go on, like, these, you know, the radio shows or whatever. Right, so they need to start a revolution. But, you know, millennials don't like labels no way. But you know what, though? And I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm not with labels either. But at the same time, when they start putting shit, when they start, like, put it like this, yo. To me, hip-hop is hip-hop. There was no such thing as gangster rap. And I think that's where it all fucked up. At. Like, for example, R&B. What the fuck is neo-soul? Either it's good or R&B or it's not, yo. What well, the fuck I mean, is neo? Whoa, I, mean, I, I mean, I know neo soul when I hear it. No, I mean, I hear it too, <laughs> but to me, it's just, it's just R&B that has uh. evolved. You think about it. Even, let's let's get to R&B real quick. I mean, if you really want to talk about it, R&B music, for example, that shit is fucking garbage these days. That was it pretty don't dope have, to me. It don't listen. 
if if all listen, you don't have to be. Why do you have to be able to sing? Like, you're a singer. Uh-huh. Who made the rule that your album has to be all about fucked up relationships? That's like, why true. can't why can't you sing about some other shit? You going anything for the money? Fuck. I mean, hey, that's your life. But don't try to make it seem like people hating because they don't agree. See what I'm saying, man? So anybody can rap. I'm just saying. Marcus, he's falling asleep now too. Shit. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you real. What do you think about music right now, hip hop music right now, compared to like 2003? You know, like the mid 2000s. Uh, it's the same. <laughs> I mean, it's just that back then they called it ringtone music. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, that's deep. Like it's the same shit. You know, like I honestly look at it like. Music goes through these periods, all of it. You know what I'm saying, and then we get some good, we get some good out of it. So right now, whatever music is, it's finding itself again because so many additives have have come along. So it's like, you know, we gotta find a way for all of these things to meld. You know, and there's gonna be another sound, there's gonna be another evolution. You know, in the in the cycle of hip hop music or the culture. And then we're going to get something else on the other side. And we keep getting it. Like, every couple of generations, there's another change. I mean, at one minute, everybody was rapping real fast. You know what I'm saying? At the other minute, people was rapping real slow. Uh-huh. And then it was a trend when slowing it down even slower was really cool. You know right. what I'm saying? So they would take a song that was slow and then slow it down. They made whole albums, the Chopped and Screwed version, which was the same songs. <laughs> just somebody put their hand on the record and recorded it that way. True. You know what I'm saying? So... You got to really, like, when people talking about hip-hop is divisive and all this other shit, how divisive was it when we was coming up? I mean, especially, you know, my era. You know, literally people made songs, but at the end, they played the ringtone version uh-huh. in the song. So you can know what your ringtone would sound like. <clears throat> so I really think it's, no, it's not that big of a difference. You know, people are really thriving. I mean, Chameleonaire was making money at one point. Mike Jones... Was making money at one point, like, uh, uh, what was his name? Um, OJ the Juice Man was making money at one point. You couldn't turn on the radio without hearing these niggas. So everything has its cycle. Everything has its place. So you know, I feel like what's gonna happen at this mean because then right after that is when we kind of was getting like Lupe Fiasco's and Kendrick Lamar, Joey Badass, and all these other <coughs> things started to kind of really start to take flight. So. In all of that shit, we started to get dope-ass music, like right in there. And then from there, we got some other shit. I mean, because T.I. was dope. Jeezy was hot when he came out. See, I... But they they introduced trap music. T.I. had an album called Trap Music. You understand? We, niggas walking around with snowmen on these shirts. Yeah, I remember. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is like we gotta understand like if you're gonna take it all into account, you gotta take it all into account. You see what I'm saying? So like from that, you know, a lot of good came and then a lot of shit came. But you tra- know what I'm saying? But so cheesy trap music was the shit though, fam. You feel me? I, I ain't fuck with it at first, to be honest with you. I mean, I I didn't. I really. I just still don't. See, like this is this is my thing. Compared to like the mid two thousands, early two thousands, or whatever like that, I'm also thinking about the beats and like just the quality. 
And a lot of the beats, they were just mad corny. Like, all right, think, I mean, about, think about Nelly and Dilemma. That's why I said it's not a difference. They they doing that now. Like, we in the early 2000s, they were taking music from the like the uh, the eighties and the seventies. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, a lot of samples from the eighties and seventies and in the sixties or whatever. Right? right now, they taking it from the nineties and the eighties. You see what I'm saying? Like songs that is like 10, 15 years old, they already sampling and well, shit my, like it's a classic. Well, my, <laughs> well, my thing is that when it comes to some of the beats, the ones that don't have the sample, and you know, like certain like equipment that they use, like the Triton keyboard, like the, like the I shit love switch. the Triton, yo. I hate it. The sound is terrible. What? For the real bassy shit? Like, yo, if you want to rock something, that Triton, I'm sorry. It sound like 80s Quincy Jones back when the Well, block. that's the thing. A lot, a lot of 80s shit suck too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every era had a whack, had, had his whack equal. <clears throat> but that's my point. The evolution of things. It's like I and this is you know even like when you know Bond sat here and go on his tag. Shit ain't this and shit is that. As much as he may be disagreed with, he's also as much not wrong. You feel me? But that's the point of hip hop. You're always either going to be right. But most of us are just right because that's what music is. You know because it's a receptive thing. You know, it's like this to you, or it's like this to somebody else, or it's like this to another person. Music may be shitty right now to you, and awesome right now to somebody else. Like when DMX first came out, I thought that nigga, I thought that nigga was too violent. Like I'm being dead serious. And after a while, I'm like, yeah, nigga, push, <laughs> Like I'm barking all over the streets and shit. You know what I'm saying? I thought the locks was too good. Can I say this though? Yeah, man. But but once again, you have to think about it in two different viewpoints. You talking about it from a commercial aspect versus an underground aspect? Because even though hip hop has had its diversity, so forth and so on, uh-huh. you gotta look at it like this though. Okay, the diverse part is you still have underground. There's a reason why it's one called underground, and then there's the reason why you got mainstream. So in one way, I have no complaint about hip hop, like you said. But like in the comparison, as far as for mainstream commercial shit. We just talking about some commercial shit. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll just leave it right at that. Leave it there. always going to suck to somebody and be awesome to somebody else. With all that, we out. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I can't wait to hear how this shit turns out.